This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly COVID-19 briefing for the week of January 11th. In this episode, I'll discuss four MMWR COVID-19 reports. In the first, I'll describe how lapses in infection control likely led to an outbreak of a multidrug-resistant infection in a hospital's COVID-19 unit. The second report details how COVID-19 cases among nursing home residents and staff followed similar trends to those in surrounding communities. The third report demonstrates how European countries that implemented stricter mitigation policies earlier in the pandemic tended to report fewer COVID-19 deaths. Finally, the last report describes trends in COVID-19 incidents among children, adolescents, and young adults. In July 2020, the Florida Department of Health was notified of four COVID-19 patients with Candida auris at an acute care hospital. Candida auris, or C. auris, can cause invasive fungal infections with high rates of death, can be resistant to multiple antifungal drugs, and can spread in healthcare settings. A new report found that 35 additional patients were colonized with C. auris after receiving care in the same COVID-19 unit. The hospital, Florida Department of Health, and CDC performed a joint infection control investigation. Investigators found that this outbreak was likely caused by lapses in infection control due to the unique challenges of the COVID-19 pandemic. They observed multiple opportunities for spread of germs like C. auris on the COVID-19 unit. These included lapses in cleaning and disinfection of shared medical equipment and gaps in adherence to hand hygiene. They also observed staff wearing extra layers of personal protective equipment for longer periods of time than what is recommended because of healthcare providers' perception of safety. This report highlights the importance of adhering to recommended infection control and personal protective equipment practices and continuing surveillance of antibiotic and antifungal resistance, especially during the COVID-19 pandemic. While this report demonstrates the impact that the COVID-19 pandemic has on acute care settings, the next report illustrates COVID-19's impact on long-term care settings such as nursing homes. In the United States, COVID-19 among nursing home residents is associated with higher rates of severe illness and death. A new MMWR report looking at data from over 15,000 nursing homes from May to November 2020 found that COVID-19 cases among nursing home residents and staff follow trends similar to those in surrounding communities. The rate of cases among nursing home residents increased during June and July, decreased in August and September, and increased again in November. Rates among nursing home staff also followed a similar pattern. These results show that mitigation strategies for nursing homes should include comprehensive plans to monitor local rates of COVID-19 and minimize exposures in facilities. 
prioritizing nursing home residents and staff members for vaccination, as recommended by the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices, is another important strategy to slow the spread in nursing homes. Mitigation policies, including the closure of non-essential businesses, restrictions on gatherings and travel, and stay-at-home orders have been critical to controlling the COVID-19 pandemic in many countries. However, they come with high social and economic costs, so it is essential to learn how and when they work best. A recent report on 37 European countries found that countries that implemented stricter mitigation policies earlier in their response to the pandemic tended to report fewer COVID-19 deaths in the months that followed. These policies included closing non-essential businesses, introducing gathering restrictions, and implementing stay-at-home orders. These countries might have saved several thousand lives relative to countries that implemented similar policies, but at a later time. While this report illustrates why early mitigation measures are important, another report emphasizes the critical role that mitigation measures will play in reopening vital aspects of our society, such as in-person school. CDC recommends that K-12 through schools be the last settings to close after all other mitigation measures have been employed and the first to reopen when they can do so safely. Studies have consistently shown that children, adolescents, and young adults are susceptible to COVID-19. A new CDC analysis describing COVID-19 trends among people ages 24 and younger found incidents and positive test results were consistently lower among children ages 10 and younger than those in older age groups. Incidents among young adults aged 18 to 24 years remained higher than all other age groups throughout the summer and fall. In addition, the analysis found no evidence that increases in incidence among adults occurred after increases among children and adolescents. These findings suggest that young adults may contribute more to community spread than younger children. As with any group setting, schools can contribute to COVID-19 transmission. Therefore, to enable safer in-person learning requires schools and communities to implement and strictly adhere to mitigation strategies, especially universal and proper mask wearing. Following these strategies will help reduce rates of COVID-19 within the community while protecting students, teachers, and staff members. Thank you for joining us for this week's briefing. To stay up to date on the latest MMWR reports on COVID-19, go to cdc.gov MMWR and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.